Welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, December 20th, and we have completed week 50 of 2021. As a reminder, every month we release a report that gives you insight into the state of the travel industry. This report is not an opinion piece, but is based only on the facts through numbers released by the Airline Reporting Corporation. We look at their data and we provide the analysis to you in a simple and easily understandable manner. You can access this by visiting businesstravel360.com report. Now, let's get to the headlines. The COVID-19 pandemic led to the cancellation of thousands of flights by airlines and hundreds of thousands of reservations by travelers. In many cases, the airlines either failed to refund the money paid for the affected bookings or provided vouchers good for future travel. The Department of Transportation, DOT, has made it clear of its position that airlines must provide a cash refund if a passenger requests it. Two years into the pandemic, however, there is only one public evidence of the DOT enforcement of its position while millions of refunds remain unresolved. On November 23, 2021, DOT published an order approving settlement agreement with Air Canada. The settlement arose from a DOT enforcement complaint filed on June 15, 2021, relating to a refund practice that began in mid-March 2020. After extending exchanges and sharply conflicting views over Air Canada's duty to make cash refunds, the order reflects that each side agreed to a settle without conceding its legal position. Given the unprecedented impact of COVID-19, public health emergency on the aviation industry, the Aviation Enforcement Office intends to exercise its enforcement discretion and the first airlines and ticketing agents an opportunity to become compliant. The Aviation Enforcement Office will continue to monitor airline policies and practices and take enforcement action as necessary and appropriate. Leisure travelers have increasingly purchased premium seat products during the pandemic, a trend that some airlines are betting on will help the industry even if unprecedented developments like the new variant of COVID-19 extends the timeline for business travel recovery. We believe that through the pandemic, we've created the kind of new class of customer, which is a high-end consumer that wants these products and maybe did not have access to them because they were given to the business traveler earlier in the booking process. According to Delta Airlines president, he also said that for July through September of this year, premium revenue for Delta's domestic and short-haul Latin market flights outperformed main cabin revenue with the percentage of seats that were sold in first-class cabins and for Delta's coach cabin extra legroom offering called Comfort Plus exceeding even 2019 levels. Those are encouraging numbers as business traffic at the airline remained down 60% from 2019. Major U.S. airlines warned on Wednesday that plans by wireless carriers to use Spectrum for 5G wireless services starting January 5th could disrupt thousands of daily flights and cost air passengers $1.6 billion annually in delays. AT&T and Verizon must delay the plans to use C-band Spectrum for 5G wireless services, according to United Airlines CEO, following a U.S. Senate Commerce Committee hearing saying it would delay, divert, or cancel about 4% of daily flights and impact hundreds of thousands of passengers. It would be a catastrophic failure of government, Kirby told the reporters. The aviation industry and the FAA have raised concerns about potential interference of 5G with sensitive aircraft electronics like radio altimeters. Last week, the FAA issued new airworthiness directives warning that interference from the 5G wireless spectrum could result in flight diversions, but did not quantify the impact. 
Coming January 5th, according to Kirby, something must change. We will not be able to use radio altimeters at 40-something of the largest airports in the country. President Joe Biden signed an executive order Monday intending to improve basic government services such as renewing a passport, claiming social security benefits, filing taxes, and getting through airport security. It is not clear how quickly the measures will go into place or how much difference they will make in making the government more responsive. I would describe this as a starter pistol, not the end of the race, according to the head of Partnership for Public Service. He said the Biden administration has set out the right goals and metrics, and he hopes that the public will keep the White House accountable. The order directs 17 federal agencies to improve the customer experience in more than 30 areas. Administrative officials say that they're trying to help people navigate the often too tangled web of government websites, offices, and phone numbers. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that the changes will take 6 to 12 months to implement. The yet unknown trajectory of the new COVID-19 variant is the latest development on the road to recovery of the business travel industry. A GBTA poll this month to gauge current sentiment around the COVID-19 Omicron variant revealed that many business travel supplier and buyer companies are concerned about the potential economic impacts to business travel. There were also some notable differences in Europe as well as when comparing sentiment around the Omicron versus the Delta variant. Additionally, many companies have not been jumping to change their current restrictions, policies, or business travel plans as a result of the variant. 8 in 10, 82% of respondents are concerned or very concerned about the revenue impact, while 69% report that they are concerned about employment and rehiring in the sector, and 61% about the safety of business travel. Half report that their companies are unlikely to introduce new restrictions due to the variant. Two-thirds feel countries should require international visitors to prove that they're fully vaccinated. And 60% feel that countries should require pre-trip negative tests for all international visitors, even if they've been fully vaccinated. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. The variant uncertainty continues to loom of the travel industry and booster shots all the talk. But just like Thanksgiving travel behavior showed, the news does not seem to be dampening America's holiday travel season ahead. More than 106 million travelers are expected to hit the road and the domestic skies on the week of December 23rd through January 2nd, according to the latest forecast from AAA. The numbers reveal an astounding recovery of 92% of 2019 levels. Americans who cancel their plans in 2021 to gather with friends and family this holiday season and although they might still be mindful of the pandemic, they still want to travel. This is according to Senior Vice President of AAA Travel in a release. France has tightened its entry restrictions for UK travelers as the COVID-19 variant takes hold. From December 18th, only those with compelling reasons to visit the countries will be permitted entry, and regardless of vaccination status, all UK travelers must now provide a negative COVID test taken within 24 hours before arrival. Prior to traveling, visitors will also have to register their destination address in France via a digital form. A rise in COVID-19 cases are causing concern among Canadian government officials. Canadian officials on Wednesday asked citizens to avoid non-essential international travel due to the continued widespread of the variant. Canada is reportedly installing the advisory for four weeks due to the variant, advising travelers that those who do travel risk being unable to come home or contracting the virus overseas. If you do not have to travel internationally, please do not. This is according to the Federal Minister of Intergovernmental Affairs, Canada expects to boosting testing measures at the borders too. An increase in its capacity to test at airports and at the borders is expected to be unveiled soon. Currently, inbound international travelers are subject to random testing. Twenty twenty one will be filled with news of mergers and new partnerships. 
The post-COVID-19 transformation of Las Vegas added another chapter on Monday night when MGM announced that it had reached an agreement to sell the Mirage Hotel and Casino to Hard Rock International for $1 billion in cash. With the deal, another Las Vegas property transfers hands. Less than three months ago, MGM agreed to buy the operations for the Cosmopolitan. United Airlines and Virgin Australia Group have formed a new partnership set to roll out in early 2022, pending government approval. Virgin Australia previously had partnered with Delta Airlines for U.S. connectivity. Benefits of the United-Virgin partnership, according to the airlines, would include co-chair flights and more one-stop connections in the cities of U.S., Australia, Mexico, the Caribbean, and South America. The airlines also cited the ability for Mileage Plus and Velocity Frequent Fly loyalty members to earn and redeem points or miles on each other's flights and reciprocal lounge access. IAG has told its shareholders its Iberia subsidiary will not pursue the planned acquisition of Air Europa from Globalia. IAG, which also owns British Airways and Aer Lingus, announced its intention to buy Air Europa in 2019, and at that time the sale price agreed to was 1 billion euros. The deal was renegotiated in January 2021 with the reduced price of 500 million euros. However, the European Commission announced in June this year that it would investigate the deal over concerns it would reduce competition on Spanish domestic and international routes. While no reason was given to end the agreement, IAG said a further update will be made in the future as appropriate. Delta Airlines said it will invest a total of $1.2 billion in Aeromexico, Latam Airlines Group, and Virgin Atlantic as each airline emerges from restructuring or recapitalization. The airline said its aim is to enhance its global network, provide seamless connectivity, and an elevated experience as well as fuel business growth. Upon completion of each airline's respective processes, Delta is targeting a 20% stake in Aeromexico, down from 49% equity stake it had prior, and a 10% stake in Latam, down from its previous 20% share. The Atlanta-based airline also said it will maintain its 49% equity stake in Virgin Atlantic Airways. Australian-based CTM has entered into an agreement to buy the Australian and New Zealand corporate and entertainment businesses of its rival, Hello World, for an estimated $175 million Australian dollars. CTM said that the acquisition is highly complementary to its existing corporate travel operations in Australia and New Zealand and will add industry verticals that are expected to perform strongly as the recovery from COVID-19 continues. The deal is funded by a combination of $100 million in cash and a $75 million in CTM shares to be issued to Hello World. It is expected to complete its acquisition in quarter one of 2022. CTM also acquired U.S.-based TNT in 2020, including the Radius Travel Network, creating a $7.6 billion global TMC. Travel Counselors is boasting its business travel by joining the Global Star Travel Management Network of TMCs. The company says that the partnership will allow it to deliver a personal service and market expertise to its clients within a global framework, as well as access to discounted airfare types and hotel rates and local emergency support. Travel Counselors for Business was ranked 16th largest TMC in the UK, according to Europe's leading TMCs 2021. The company said it has continued to see an uptick in corporate client travel activity, recording more than £1 million in business travel bookings each week for the past consecutive 10 weeks. And now in some technology news. Hyatt Hotels has introduced... U.S. hotel room keys in Apple Wallet for World of Hyatt loyalty members with plans to roll out the technology across Hyatt's entire global portfolio. 
Members staying at one of the participating hotels can tap their iPhone or Apple Watch to unlock guest room keys, as well as keycard-protected common areas such as gyms, pools, and elevators. They can add their room keys from the World of Hyatt app after completing a reservation. Once added, the room key will be updated to let the guests know when it's time to check in, and upon completion of check-in and assignment of the room, Hyatt will activate the key. Business Travel Association members report that they're frustrated with a lack of progress from airlines with new distribution capability initiatives, according to a five-year report on NDC released by the UK-based association. The association, which includes travel management company memberships, accounting for more than 90% of UK-managed business travel spend, said that the TMCs and business travelers have been consistently penalized by NDC, such as with surcharges on NDC content booked through GDSs, with promises unfulfilled by airlines, even with heavy financial and technological investment from TMCs. The report also bemoaned slow adoption from airlines, with only about half of the airlines currently certified to any standard of NDC. GDS operator Travelport and Aeromexico renewed their partnership with a multi-year distribution agreement that eventually will channel new distribution capability content. As part of the renewal agreement, Travelport Connected agents will have access to a full range of Aeromexico products, expanded options, and ancillary services. A Travelport spokesman did not offer a timeline as to when Aeromexico NDC content will be available, but said both teams are working on the development. The agreement comes at the heels of Travelport's NDC deals with IAG and Air France KLM. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this Business Travel Podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, iHeart, Pandora, or Spotify. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they may also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well.